So hello and welcome back to another episode of the Turn 5 podcast. Uh, we've we've had a week off of racing action, so now we're back on the uh, the pre-race build-up sessions. Uh, this week we'll be discussing mine and Ben's thoughts on Drive to Survive. Uh, Chris is at a game and Nia has a headache, so it's just me and Ben this week. Oh, so you said, uh, right, yeah, that makes more sense. I thought you said it was on a game. So I was like, why is he? That, that, that just, was just his exact that was his exact wording. Uh but he is offline, so we cannot see whether he's actually playing a game or not. Either way, we will start with Drives 5, then we'll discuss some of the news from around the sporting motorsport world, and then we'll get on to our predictions ahead of this weekend's return to Saudi Arabia, which Right. Well, let's say we'll hope it's less explosive than the last couple of years. Well, I think Netflix, to start with, they've done a very, very good job of not including that whatsoever. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? It's almost yeah. like they were told not to include any of that drama. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Suspicious. Uh... Right, so yeah, let's start. Drive to Survive. Episode one was, hang on, I've got the list here. Episode one, The New Dawn, all about the new chapter of the cars and the whole overhaul and everything. And also the last minute drive switch for Haas. Yeah, very cool. Uh, <laughs> Gunter's, I'm not dealing with any more Russians until I die. Yeah. Fair enough. That's great quote. Yeah. Um, you also had the road trip of Binotto and Gunter. Yes. That was a friendship I didn't expect, but I love every minute of it. It's probably the best bit of the season, to be honest. And it's also the fact in episode two, when they're on about Porpson, they're both sat next to each other in the meeting as well. Yes. And Gunter is so close to Binotto. <laughs> it's like they're almost holding hands. It's incredible. Uh, um. Yeah, so, I mean, there was a lot of, we'll call them Buxtonisms in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Netflix has a tendency. I kind of feel sorry for Will, in a way. Like, he's he knows a lot, and he's a very intelligent person when it comes to Formula One and stuff. But Netflix just take the most benign, basic quotes they can from him. And I don't know, sort of make him sound a bit dumb. They must recycle it year on year, because yet again he says you want to start like, for um, in the front start on pole. Because yeah, I know that's got to be that's got to be from like season two. And then to win the race, yeah, <laughs> a classic. I reckon they should just get Michael Owen in to do that. <laughs> yeah, true. Just let so. him take the. End. So that, that was the start of it, and it was everyone looking at each other's cars and Seb Vettel describing the Mercedes as a dropped ball of dough that just... <laughs> accurate. So then we had episode two. <clears throat> and we got to see the Mercedes's troubles with porpoising. And Mercedes' downfall. 
Yeah, not not a graceful fall from heights for Toto, has it? Mm. But then you've, there's also the drama of Netflix as well. You've got to take that into account. I, 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 I do there's take that into account. Points. But also, I feel... I feel this year Toto is a lot more. He's he's been humbled, I think, and he he's now off the the high horse. And now that he's been off it for a while, he's had to adjust his attitude because they're not the biggest uh, stick swingers in the paddock anymore. Because their car has been awful, and that's their fault. And he has to take responsibility for that at the end of the day, because you know team principals make the the big decisions when it comes to design route and well most things with the whole team structure really. Um, but last year you sort of saw the the angry, um, dejected sort of we're not going to give this up fight of him, and now he's sort of settled into his lower front pack role and I th honestly I think it's better yeah I mean that's where they were when he took them on you could say in 2013 yeah being sort of the front of midfield and then trying to fight for a win so he's been there before and he's built them up so he could do it again yeah yeah it was just yeah I don't know the way he <laughs> The combination of what you see on Netflix and the way he acted in press conferences and interviews yeah, last year. Emotionally, it took a toll. Yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of taking a toll, episode three, Ferrari. <laughs> and what a toll that seems to have taken on Leclerc. Good Lord. Um, yeah. Obviously, this is this. Um, we, we, we've got to discuss it because... Silverstone, like I know a lot of things happened at Silverstone, but did we need to see Silverstone three times? Um, maybe. Like considering what we didn't see. Yeah, we didn't see Brazil. Exactly, there was no Brazil content. There was <clears throat> no Saudi Arabia content, but mm. yeah, and there was no Austria content for mix episode either. No. What's that about? So, yeah, wrong. A whole lot of Britain and Bahrain. Yeah. <laughs> and Monaco. Yeah, and Monaco. That is the pinnacle of motorsport. I think that what annoys, that's one of the things that annoys me most about Drive to Survive is that they glitz up the Monaco Grand Prix. Like, it's amazing when in reality it's usually well, it was, quite boring. It was all right. It was all, it was all right. right last year because it was wet. And because Checo had issues and because Ferrari balls it up. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but to, I'm quite surprised at like the Ferrari strategy thing because they're saying that Bonotto's the head and he calls the strategy. But surely that's not... Surely he doesn't... <laughs> he might have final say on strategy. Yeah, that's that's what they're sort of getting at. Is then, that... Why is the strategist in the first place telling him that strategy? <laughs> But it's like and I know he, that he used he to hear it that strategy, but like why are you yeah. bringing it to him in the first place? It's, it's like when you hear the, the discussions between like James Fowles and Toto, it's like, do we actually want to do this? And they're like, yeah, do it. So <laughs> um 
Then we had episode four, which was the Mick episode. Um, big up K Mag. Big up K Mag for sticking up for Mick, but Gene Gene Hass is is probably on most Schumacher fans' hit lists yeah. now. Netflix also made out like Mick crashed in every single race that he done. Yeah, that was not cool. So. Then we had two episodes on Oscar Piastri. That was fun. Mm. Way to make a way, way to make an impact on the old the Netflix series, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just as like Brown Storm and Alpine <laughs> from Ricardo. That was that was so good. I think that was one of my favorite moments of Drive to Survive. Is like be like, what drive are you looking into? <laughs> it's just said, what about Ricardo? <laughs> you can have him. Yeah. He's so good. But also, Zach is, I don't know, the way he sort of handled it. Not a fan. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. But it's McLaren, so I've got them. Yeah. <laughs> They've done the wrong thing, in a way. Well, they didn't really do the wrong thing. It's just... Danny's a great personality, mm. but the results weren't there, sadly. But the paddock's missing it now because we've lost Seb and Danny. Yeah, they should have filmed Seb. Actually, they had that moment in Mick's episode where they're saying, when Mick's down, who do you go to? And then they first show Seb, it's like, yes. I'm all about that. And then they just didn't. And then they showed him crashing into Seb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why? Oh, I don't dirty that. Um, then we had Checo's episode because of his contract extension and the uncertainty around that. And then he won Monaco, so that was when they signed the extension. Um, yeah, fun to go into like Max being in their debate about Monaco because there's this stuff around Brazil. And- Max not giving Checo the position yeah. because of Monaco. And all we really seen was Checo crushing qualifying and Max being annoyed. And that was it. I mean, yeah, that was about it. I mean, we got to see more of Max. <laughs> yeah. So much so that they've put him on like the the thumbnail for the whole series. Clever Netflix, very clever. Um but I mean it was just another it wasn't much of a muchness episode. It was just, oh, Checo's had a couple of iffy results. Is he going to continue? And then he gets a win. And yeah, it's like, no, they also, they done him dirty at Saudi Arabia. Because they went, oh, he went from first to fourth. Yeah, not including a, a red flag car. and a safety car and pit stops. <laughs> and that, like, come on. <laughs> it's not just as simple as he lost three positions. <laughs> he got done in. <laughs> so... Uh, then we had Yuki's episode uh, yeah. after Gasly announced his departure and all about also, the dynamic in the team when Nick DeVries signs. Yeah, I wasn't happy about that. Nick DeVries sort of talked down to Yuki. I yeah, that. I mean, Yuki's conference. Yuki's been in your dream job for a couple of years now, so I'd uh, pipe down yeah. there, Sunshine. 
And he's also started off the bat with beating him coming eleventh and Nick the Freeze somewhere with like sixteenth or something like that. Uh, and all he's done is one Formula E. Fourteenth, yeah. Shocking. Yeah, mad, isn't it? I'm jumping, jumping on the Yuki bandwagon, hoping that he demolishes Nick to freeze now, because that was out of order from him. Yeah. Speaking of out of order, that was one of the, the buzz phrases of episode nine. Uh, Red Bull had gone over the cost cap limit, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Christian was basically going around saying everyone's out of order <laughs> when yeah, they'd overspent. But to be fair, fair play to Netflix for actually like letting them give the numbers so everyone knows it's not like stupidly yeah. much money. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't a lot in the grand scheme of things, but like, you know, it's an like, overspend is an overspend. What they say is like point. Six of a percent, something stupidly small like that, yeah. But uh, it was a, I think it was a fifteen times amount that they fined them for their, like the amount they got fined compared to the amount they overspent. Yeah, um, well, they got fined seven mil. Yeah. Where's the? Because they spent four hundred k on catering, unreal. <laughs> Could not write it. Did I have that same? No. Damn. I thought I had it now. But yeah, no, it was like a 15 times overspend. So I want to see, as soon as anyone else overspends, I, I want to see a 15 times. Because if it's not, then, I mean, Red Bull have grounds to be rather annoyed. Especially if they're, the opposition's overspend is bigger and they get fined less. Or even if the overspend is bigger, but they get fined the same, then it's like, mm, come on. So. Yeah, it's a bit harsh. That would be a bit harsh. Uh, especially in conjunction with like the, the wind tunnel and the CFD penalties as well. Hmm. Uh, and then episode 10 was like the most boring thing ever. Yeah, that was... It was so much nothing, but... Much like the way Formula One is contracted to end in Abu Dhabi, thus so must Netflix. And they tried their best to make it into some kind of story, but the best they could yeah. manage was Ferrari fending off Mercedes, who were pretty much out of yeah. it anyway, and McLaren trying right. to overtake Alpine, which they would have taken a one-two and... Oh, you, they no. tried so hard on the McLaren Alpine rivalry because of like the Piastri fiasco and all of that. They tried so hard, and McLaren would have had to get both cars in the top five with an Alpine coming ninth or below. Yeah, and then like they show Alonso breaking down, <laughs> and you're thinking, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Lando's in seventh, and then, oh. So close. <laughs> mm -hmm. Danny's a nightmare. <laughs> well, they were so close to that four spot. <laughs> yeah. No. So, no, it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, that was Netflix. I don't know. Season five was, I think the first couple of seasons were the best. They ended on a Ricardo montage. Where's the Seb content? 
Seb actually well, retired. They actually showed Seb at the end of the episode. It was like coming soon or something. So but, I feel like they might do Seb next year, which doesn't really make sense. <laughs> he retired. Like, <laughs> you gave Danny Rick a montage. He's still a reserve driver. He's around. They just give Seb a whole, like, documentary to himself. That's what I was thinking. I discussed it, because I, I discussed it with a friend, and I was like, there's going to be a documentary. There's no way you can, like, even even if it's not done by the Drive to Survive team, there's going to be a documentary because of how good his career was. Yeah, but I won four titles in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. It's like, there's, what, four people have done that? I don't. I want to say there's three. There's very small number because it's it's Lewis, him, Lewis, Michael, and Michael. Yeah, and I think Fangio. Yeah, Fangio. So there's probably four. Because then there's only like a couple of others that did like three. Or or did everyone that do three in a row did four in a row? <laughs> yeah, so there's four Fangio. Yeah, okay, cool. Angio Schumacher, Hamilton, and Seb. And obviously Verstappen has a chance to join it next year if he wins it this year. Mm. Which, I mean, Which going for... It this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going for three, I don't see as much of an issue. The fourth will very much depend on... The two teams, well, now sort of three teams directly behind them by virtue of Ferrari, Aston Martin, and McLaren, uh, McLaren Mercedes. McLaren, yeah. <laughs> I can McLaren's dream, Harold! <laughs> the new wind tunnel's coming in strong. Yeah, they're just behind them after they've done that. Uh, yeah. But I mean, even the wind tunnel coming online, Martin Brundle's not confident about that so because <laughs> he said if you put bad designs in you get bad designs out <laughs> that's true yeah you can't, you can't really argue with him there yeah. <laughs> <That's true>. so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it's gonna be a while before i mean i okay it'll depend on how good this new package is that they're bringing in like six races time because they were like, oh, we found a different development route. And it's like, are you sure? Or did you just like design half a car and then go, man, we're so bad. And then just give up. Because <laughs> what happened? I don't think we'll ever get back to the top. I just can't see it. Well, that was the whole thing. Is like, we were on an upward trajectory and Zach's supposed to be bringing the team back to like, it's and heyday. And changed the bloody rules. And it cost us. <laughs> the biggest yeah. losers yeah but like even even with the change of rules like Zach should be should have been keeping the team on the upward trajectory we should be closer to the top now than ever before <laughs> instead we're at the back we are last well, to be fair we've probably kept around the same gap it's just that everyone, everyone else, else has improved yeah <laughs> so because it was about a second gap, and there probably still is around a second gap. 
yeah, it's just now it's a second per sector, not per lap. Yeah. yeah. So your mediocrity. Still. Right. You had some news. Yes. I'll start with a F1 eSports driver from Williams called Alvaro Cariton was live streaming a league race, I'm guessing. And he got caught cheating on his own stream because he brought up the game files and proceeded to show a grip hack. (laughs) Switched it off very quickly, smiled at his chat. And then from this, he's brought out a statement saying that he's helping test these cheats for EA and Codemasters, which is why he has them. Which is possibly the greatest excuse I've ever heard. That is... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> why would you have them cheats? Why, why would you even try and, like, blame the developers of the game? It could only get more wild if Cody's were like, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, was. <laughs> Instead of trying to <laughs> create something to stop the cheats, they're just like, just get Let's them. Let's make some cheats. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> That's funny. And then, also, Jensen's back in yep. NASCAR Cup Series, doing three races, starting at Kota on the 26th of March, then a Chicago street race on the 2nd of July. And rounding off at Indianapolis on the 13th of August, doing the road course, which was the same as the F1 when they ran there. So, Good old 2005. Yep. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch NASCAR. I've never said a bad word about it. And <laughs> uh, Kimmy's racing as well. So, yeah. Fun for all the family. Hopefully it's on Sky, but I don't know if it will be. Um, well, the IndyCar's on Sky. Yeah, but that's not NASCAR, is it? Well, sometimes the NASCAR's on. It might just be on, like, Mix or, like, Action or something. Yeah, considering Jensen's driving, they probably should show it. Otherwise, You'd like to think. I'll be at in Sky Sports saying, where is the support, Jensen? <laughs> Come on, he's one of your pundits. <laughs> yeah. Is he still on the roster for this year? Yeah. Okay, good. Good for that. Sadly, Nico Rosberg is as well. Uh, um, yeah. So. He's the next for Durastin now, isn't he? <laughs> like, get yeah. him out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's going to go that way, isn't it? Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, right, any other news? Uh, no, I think that was all. Perfect. Um, Gene, well, Gene has. Why am I saying Gene? Fred Vassar. Sorry. Um, Fred, Gene, Gene, Fred. Mm, Yeah, the same thing. I've got an agenda against Gene Hass in my head now. Fact. Um, (laughs) Fred Vassar said that he thinks Ferrari is going to be closer to Red Bull. Well, Charles surely hopes so because he was in the pits. I mean, as long as they don't break down, I think they might be. Well, they were good here last time. Yeah, they did. Did they win? They did win, no. did they? No. Because they were doing the little DRS. Mm. Max won. 
Then it was it's Leclerc and then Sainz. Yeah, I was gonna say double Ferrari. Yeah, then it was Paris. on the Netflix episode of Paris. They're like a Ferrari double podium, <laughs> or is it on the Ferrari one? I think it might have been on the Ferrari one though. Good race for Ferrari double podium. It's like Verstappen won the race. How's was that good? <laughs> <laughs> they they sort of only just outscored Red Bull. Whoa. Yeah, but then Paris got fourth. So <laughs> yeah, but it was a good race because they, nothing went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was true. Look at it in hindsight, and it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. So, right predictions. You're gonna start with the other two that aren't here. Yeah, we'll run them through. So. Pole and podium. Chris, ev- okay, everyone has gone for Verstappen pole so far. So Chris, Nia and Sonia all have put Verstappen on pole. Um, Chris and Nia have both selected the same podium of Verstappen, Perez, Leclerc. Sonia has gone a slightly different route. <laughs> Verstappen, Alonso, Leclerc. Why not? Why not? Uh, ben, what are you going to go for? I've gone on pole for Saturn. Mm-hmm. And then podium, I've just realised that I've put the exact same podium as last year in for Stappen, Leclerc and Sainz. I too am going for Stappen podium, po- po- podium pole. Uh, then Verstappen. Um, Verstappen, Leclerc, Alonso. Back to back P3s, that's what I'm gunning for here. Um, Mel from Fastest Lap said Verstappen pole, Verstappen, Perez, Leclerc podium. It's a popular combo this week. Uh, And Vox has gone for Sonoda pole, Sonoda Norris Bottas podium. I'd be all for that. I'd be fine with that. I'd, I'd be okay with that. That would be amazed. Um, bold predictions. Chris has said red flag within 10 laps. Nia has said both Williams in the points. You are saying? Both Ferraris in top four. And... I'm going to say Perez is going to get shafted by another safety car. <laughs> Which is a very precise thing to happen, but <laughs> this is when it's Max's turn. Yeah. <laughs> Perez wins the race. Um, lap down showdown. Who have you got? Well, I first put Piastri, but I didn't want to put Piastri. I wanted him to do well. So then I've swapped him for Magnussen on lap 38, one lap down. Uh, should be said there are 50 laps of racing at this circuit. Um, Chris wow. and Nia have both, well, of racing. Um, yeah. Chris and Nia have both gone for Hulkenberg. Uh, Nia has deployed El Clasico of 25 laps and two laps down. Uh, Chris has gone for 35 and one. Um, I am going to pick. DeVries hasn't driven here before, has he? We're going to go for Nick DeVries. Actually, did they... When do you do F2? 20... Yeah, but Saudi Arabia's uh, not been on the calendar that long, has it? Since 2021, it's been on the calendar. 
Yeah, and, and he, he was champion before that. Yeah. So I'm going to say Nick DeVries. They raced in Formula E. Was that this year they started there? No, because they race at a different circuit. Do they? They race in Diria. You're telling me they have a street circuit yeah. in Saudi Arabia, and they don't even use the street the street circuit that F1 uses. Uh, I'm going to say 30 and one lap down. So that wraps it up for this week of the Turn 5 podcast. Join us next week when we'll be discussing all of the reaction to the Formula 1 and Formula 2 action, uh, as both of those series are in action this week. I tried to think of a different way of saying that, but failed miserably. Uh, Then we have another week off of racing before we go to Australia. Yeah, hopefully there'll be no... It's broken! ...this weekend. (laughs) Ah, here comes the big censorship. (laughs) (laughs) But... Oh, that should have been my bold prediction. <laughs> oh, oh God. Opportunity. It was, but you missed it. Anyway, yeah. thank you all for listening and or watching. <laughs> <Lay down. laughs> Until next time, goodbye.